You're listening to the OT's Gone Rogue podcast. Today, we're breaking down the guiding principles in my business. More importantly, we're talking about how my core values translate into like-minded people and more engaged listeners for our podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome to the OT's Gone Rogue podcast, where we share real stories about real OTs who are choosing to think outside the box and do things differently. I'm your host, Melissa Lapointe. Over the years, I've had the pleasure of connecting with the most remarkable therapists who are finding their way as thought leaders, change makers, and heart-led entrepreneurs. They've helped to inspire me to think big and dig deep in my own healing journey. And it's now time to bring these conversations to a bigger stage. Together, we're going to share stories about overcoming adversity, finding our people, and taking the road less traveled, even when it feels messy and uncomfortable. Okay, are you ready to join us? This is the OT's Gone Rogue podcast. Hey everyone, Melissa LaPointe here, and welcome back to another episode of the OT's Gone Rogue podcast. So given that we are still in the early stages of our relationship, I wanted today's episode to focus on my core values. Now, I want to preface this by saying that going through the process of identifying our core values is something that is imperative as a business owner. And I am a business owner. So yes, the focus of today's episode is going to be on identifying and explaining my core values, what drives me, but knowing that this is going to apply regardless if you are an entrepreneur or not. This is also something, this is an exercise we can go through. I have taken people through who are not entrepreneurs. I've taken teachers through this in professional growth workshops. I have taken other OTs through this exercise in professional growth workshops. So there's opportunity to get really clear on what is motivating you, what is lighting you up, what is driving your behavior, whether you are an entrepreneur or not. But again, circling back to the reality of I am an entrepreneur and I wear that hat very proudly. So I want to share a little bit more about what drives me, about what guides my decision making, about what motivates me, how I show up in the world. So our core values are a small set of vital and timeless guiding principles for your business. Again, This can apply to your personal life, but for me, it's around my business, my business model, my service delivery, how I'm showing up for my clients, for my customers. So a good rule of thumb is to limit your core values to three to seven. So this is something where less is more. With your core values, so your core values are clear or you want to make them clear because what you'll notice, especially if you are in business, you'll notice that the more clear your core values are, the more you're going to attract like-minded people to your organization, to your work. The more you are going to attract people to your team who are, again, like-minded, who resonate with the direction you're going. It's also important to highlight that everyone is unique. So what are my core values versus your core values? There's no wrong or right. This is a very gray area. One way to think about core values is if you are on a ship 
if you are navigating through the fog and you have a sense of the direction you want to go, but you're not entirely sure which way, what that looks like. So if the fog is rolling in really thick, what should you do? Your core values will help to guide you. So I know in my heart that if I make decisions that are in alignment with my core values, so I can do a gut check, I can lean into my intuition, I know that I am on the right track. When we are working on identifying our core values, we want to get clear on who am I? What's important to me? What do I value? How do I want my life to look? So these are all different pieces to the puzzle, or these are all different questions that we want to be posing as we can then lean into this process. Now, the way that I guide people through this, if I were taking you through an in-person workshop, do you remember that? You remember in-person workshops? Feels like a whole lifetime ago right now. But if we were in-person, we would start. So my in-person workshops, I would hand out little written cards. So each card has a word on it. And I think we have, goodness, are there 45, 50 words? So we actually hand out these little cards with words on them. And we have you look at the card and make a very quick decision. Is this going in my core value pile? Is this going out of my core value pile? So a strong no, a heck yeah, or a maybe. And I have everyone go through, give them a few minutes, okay, split up these, na- these words into three piles. Heck yes, definitely no, or the gray zone, the maybes. Then the next step is we take, we get rid of the no's. The next step is, okay, you're going to go through it again. And this time, you're going to take your maybes and your yeses, pause, take a moment, do some reflection, and now narrow it down to 10. So you're going to narrow that pile down to 10 words. Then once we have those 10 words, we work on getting it down to five words. And sometimes there's some overlap. Sometimes we we have two different words that may mean the same thing. But ultimately, our goal is to get it so three to five. Less is more. And then we have a discussion around how these core values are showing up in our world. Different stories that may, or different analogies, different creative illustrations that really drive home the importance of these core values. And again, this is not a yes or no. Yes, you did great, or uh, no, your core values aren't good enough. You need to go back to the drawing board. This is very individualized. So it's important to me, if you're listening to this podcast, that you understand what is driving my decision-making process, what is driving my behavior, what is driving the intention behind this podcast. So my core values for my business, so I have four. The first core value for me is freedom. Now, what do I mean by freedom? Well, this is very much the instigator behind working in the online space. I wanted to have location independence. I wanted the ability to travel. More importantly, I wanted the ability to travel 
from East Coast to West Coast of Canada because I have family literally on either side of the country, family that are very, very important and very close to me. My roots are on the East Coast. It's very important. I grew up on a very small island, Prince Edward Island, not a lot of people, very rural community. I have a very large extended family. I have 75 first cousins. And it was really important once I had my son that I introduced him to his extended family, to the lifestyle, to the way of being when you are in a small rural community on an island. It is very different growing up on an island. If there are any other islanders out there, you know what I mean. And maybe we'll have a podcast episode on that someday. So freedom. I wanted freedom to choose my schedule. I do not do well with a Monday to Friday, nine to five schedule. I never have and I never will. I wanted the freedom to practice how I wanted to practice. I wanted the freedom to choose what was going on my schedule, what was going on my task list. I wanted the freedom to decide which projects we were going to be tackling in any given quarter or any given year. So location independence, freedom with my time, freedom with my schedule. These are all very high up on the list. So freedom is my core value or one of my core values. Second core value in my business, in the way I work, is around sustainability. What do I mean by sustainability? I have supported a lot of therapists who are burnt out or very close to burning out. I have seen a lot of people in the world of entrepreneurship who are hustling and grinding, working 75 hours a week. Why? So that eventually they can have more time with their family or eventually they may have more freedom in their lives. Time is a finite resource. And when I talk about building an online revenue stream, so my coaching and consulting work is around supporting therapists and building an online revenue stream that is both rewarding and sustainable, which is why I talk a lot about less is more. So something that you can do, pacing yourself, not burning yourself out, not stretching yourself too thin. I love systems and processes because of this, which makes me laugh. Five years ago, if you would have talked about systems and processes, my eyes would have glazed over and I would have checked out of the conversation. Whereas now, it's one of my favorite things to dive into. I love building more efficient systems and helping people do so because it can lead to more sustainable offers. I see a lot of people who have a lot of success in the online space or with what they're doing in business, but it's not sustainable meaning they can't continue at this pace. They can't continue doing it long-term. So pacing yourself, but also asking for help. That's a big piece of sustainability. Can you do this long-term? Well, not if you're doing everything yourself and not delegating and not asking for help, taking everything on your own shoulders, going it alone. I've been the lone wolf. It's not fun. Did it for a while but I got tired of that pretty quickly. Okay, so sustainability. Can you maintain this? I'm all about the long game, not necessarily the 
short-term investment, you know, the short-term gain, what you're getting back. So how we can look at sustainability, so the long-term. A lot of my business is built around this. I plan on doing this for as long as I can. I love what I do in part because it is sustainable. So freedom and sustainability. My third core value is connection. At one point, it was family, but when I talk about sometimes there may be two core values where there's a lot of overlap, when I looked a little further, you know, when I have family, I have friends that I consider family, and really for me, it does come down to connection, relationships, oxytocin hits. So on some level, I believe we are all craving connection. This is part of human evolution and how we get that connection, how we seek out that connection. Yes, that is going to differ based on the person, based on the personality, based on their attachment style. Some of us seek connection through chaos and conflict. We are complicated human beings. Others, you know, we may see connection in different ways, but so much of my business is based on connection and relationships. This is why I do what I do, to hear people's stories, to hold space for whatever it is that they are experiencing, that they are processing. I'm an online entrepreneur whose business has been built and created not from sales automations and funnels and SEO optimization. And I'm not saying that those are not important. They are important in the online space, but my business has been very much built on a relationship-based approach to working online, which means I spend a lot of time on the phone talking to people. I go through phases where I open up my calendar to discovery calls. So at the time of this recording, I've been doing free 30-minute strategy calls with OTs around working in the online space, building an online revenue. What does that look like? Can we make it sustainable and rewarding so that we have more freedom in our lives? See how everything is connecting? So much of this podcast is based on connection connecting with my, the people who are coming on the podcast, my guests, but also with my audience, using the stories that we are sharing to help connect with members in the audience. Because often when we are doing things a little bit differently, when the going gets tough, we can feel like we are alone. And I have heard enough stories, I have seen enough commonalities that I can say with confidence, we are not alone. The struggles, the challenges, the obstacles, the low points, you are not the only one feeling that way. You are not the only one experiencing that. And again, it comes back to connection. So how I can use the podcast to create this sense of connection with you, my listeners, how I use connection in my coaching and my consulting work, how I base even leading my team on connection. So that is my third core value. We have freedom, sustainability, and connection. Last but not least, my fourth core value that drives my business, that is the instigator in how I am building my team, in how I am showing up, is balance. 
Now, I know balance can be a bit of a hot topic. There are people that say, you're never balanced. Why do we even talk about balance? It is this false pretense. You know, we put so much emphasis on balance and it's BS. No one's ever balanced. Well, how I perceive balance, if you imagine you're on a tightrope, you are not rigid. You are not stuck. In order for you to be successful on that tightrope, in order for you to manage what's happening, you have to be aware of your surroundings. You have to be adaptable. You have to be open to change. And you have to be fluid. Things are always changing and shifting. And that, to me, is what balance is about. It's about being able to shift and adapt at any given moment to your surroundings, to the challenges that are presented to you. And so much of what we do in our work, in, the, in this podcast, in our programs, in our coaching and consulting, is around this sense of balance. The world is changing very quickly. Online technology is changing very quickly. And how we can be in this state of flow, how we can be fluid and adapting to these changes. Now, of course, balance also means making sure you're having fun. Work isn't just about work. Can you find things that light you up? I don't consider my coaching program work. Yes, it's revenue generating. It falls under that umbrella. But I get so excited to do what I do. And when I get off of our coaching calls, my husband still doesn't really get it. He's like, what do you do on those calls? When I come out of my, I don't want to say my office, I don't have an office. I work from a very small home and I work a little bit from everywhere. But when I come out of the bedroom or if he's in the bedroom and I'm in the kitchen, but once our worlds collide again and I'm coming off of one of my coaching calls... I am on fire. I am just, there's so much energy coming off of me. It's like I've had five espresso shots and I'm so excited and I'm so alive. And to me, that's part of being balanced is making sure you're doing work that lights you up. If it's draining you, if it's feeling like an emotional withdrawal, why are you doing it? Is it in alignment with your core values? So those are my core values, freedom, sustainability, connection, and balance. This is, these are our guiding principles. These are, you know, what's driving my behavior, my decision-making. And these core values are also serving to attract like-minded people to our programs, to our services, to our community. We are attracting the right team members. And hopefully, we're attracting the right podcast listeners. So freedom, sustainability, connection, and balance. All right. That's it for today's episode. I would love to hear from you. Have you identified your core values? And if so, whether you are an entrepreneur and this is related to your business or you are an employee, you're working for someone else and this is what's driving your life plan, 
Regardless, I would love to hear from you. What are your core values and how are they represented and illustrated within your life? Stories, analogies, concrete examples of ways that you're showing up and navigating this world in a way that's in alignment with your core values. All right, I'm going to leave it at that. Take care, everyone. And I'm looking forward to seeing you next week. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the OT's Gone Rogue podcast, where we're all about making deeper connections by leaning into the difficult conversations. Make sure you're subscribed if you haven't already, because we've got some more awesome episodes coming your way. Take care and we'll see you next week.